Hey y'all, welcome to And What? Y'all, I've been thinking. So, you ever like wonder, like when bad stuff happens, not just in your life, but like in the world, like in society, in the society and the world that we live in today, like not even I don't I don't even know if it's like where is God because I'm at a point where I know that God is everywhere but it's just like I thought you were a good God and it's just sometimes for me I really fall into this I guess it's I think it's doubt I'm pretty sure it's doubt but like of the not of God, like I know God is real, but like doubt in in his goodness, because it's just like you're looking at everything that goes on in your life and everything that's going on around you, and none of it looks good, like nothing is going good, and even when you try to have a positive outlook, or even when you try to make things more positive, it just sometimes turns out worse and it's just like where is this good God that we serve where is this good God that we believe in and if I'm not careful I really begin to just get so consumed in I guess the negativity of the world and consumed in how bad the world is that I end up making everything that's wrong in the world and everything that's wrong in my life bigger than God like the idea that I question if God is good in certain circumstances or in certain situations kind of makes him smaller than what he actually is because if if I'm to believe that Jesus is Lord, then that would mean that he is Lord, ruler over everything, regardless of what it is. Like if it's bad or if it's good, he's over it. And it really took a while for me to kind of, I guess, see God even in the bad things, see God even, see God even in, the the negative things and for me it it was just I don't know because it it's it's like bad things that happen doesn't negate the goodness of God like just because we go through things and we're we go through the storms that we have to go through or even wilderness seasons or difficult times like whatever it is that you're struggling with God is still there and God is still in it like the story of Shadrach Meshach and Abednego when they were thrown in the fiery furnace like it there was no point like if you really like read the story there's no point where God stops them from going in the fire no point does that happen what happens is they're thrown in the fire and then Jesus is also in the fire with them. And that's when King Nebuchadnezzar was like, I thought we done through three men. 
Now, I may be tripping, but I see four. And he was right. He saw four. And the fourth man was Jesus. And that is a beautiful depiction of God being in the chaos, of God being in the storm, and of God literally being in the fire. And if you take it even further, it wasn't even about them. Like the whole point of God using them to put them in the fire was to show King Nebuchadnezzar that he was God, was to show him that you can't harm like my people, like regardless of what the world will do to you or regardless of what the enemy does to you, at the end of the day, nothing can touch you without the permission of God. And when they were in the fiery furnace, the soldiers who were throwing them in, putting them in, had burned up and died. And these three men walked in the little cage thing and just sat there chilling. And they didn't even smell like fire. Like their clothes didn't look like they had been in fire. Like I've never been in a fire. And I pray to God that I never experienced that in my life. There's some things I don't want to experience. Getting eaten by a shark being in fire that's one or two of those the things I don't wish to experience in my life so but I watch movies though and in those movies and tv shows and stuff like when they be in fire when they come out one they smell like they look like it they look like they smell like it I think is what I should have said they look like they smell like the fire their clothes is all dingy and like burnt and stuff and they got like ashes or whatever on their face, like, and they're all sweaty. But shout out music and a bed to go. They, they, this is a word. When I tell you they came out of the fiery furnace the same way that they went in, come on, somebody, untouched unbothered we just need to be unbothered christians like when the enemy comes in like a flood just be unbothered baby because you know the lord will raise up a standard against him i felt that for myself i really did feel that one for myself and it's it's important to remember that god is still in this like and it's hard like i'm not even gonna lie <sighs> listen when I be going through, all I see is the 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 what I'm what I'm going through. I don't see anything else, but I think it's a training thing. Like it really is. You have to train yourself to see God in things, and it's it's not easy. It's not easy because you actively have to literally turn off your flesh. Like you literally have to. Like, tell your spirit man, okay, it's time to go to work, spirit man. It's time to do what you got to do, spirit man. It's time to praise God, even though you don't feel like it. It's time to serve God, even though you don't feel like it. It's time to pour into these people, even though you don't feel like it and you feel like you have nothing left. It's time to do what God has been calling you to do. You know what the Lord said to me today? <sighs> he said, how long are my children going to have to wait on you? And I was like, Lord, because you just sitting here and by you, I mean me, 
just sitting here lollygagging, lollygagging. I swear, there's a word I mess up every single episode. Anyway, I think the word is lol. I don't know. Anyway, you just taking your sweet, precious time walking into what God needs you to do. And imagine if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't do what God wanted them to do. Like, the revelation of who God was would not have manifested. King Nebuchadnezzar would never have known God the way that he did without their obedience. And it's not just without their obedience, it's without their obedience to go into the furnace. I felt that for me. Because a lot of the times we think doing what God called us to do will be smooth sailing, will be easy. But will you still be obedient when he asks you to go into the storm? Will you still be obedient when he asks you to go into the fire? Will you still be obedient when he asks you to pray for that person who was talking bad about you? Will you still be obedient when he asks you to give your last $5 to somebody who already owe you money? Will you still be obedient? Will you be like, and I'm I'm going to mess this one up. I do believe Abraham's son's name was Isaac. I do believe. But will you be like, can we just talk about the picture of that? Now, there are two things. It's either Isaac was like real slow and remedial, or he had a level of faith. Like, listen, so I don't sacrifice animals. I've never done that. That is another thing that I never wish to experience in my lifetime moving forward. But it, in my mind, I see that, you know, they have like the little the little uh, wood or whatever. And they have like the tying down things, like the tie down. And this is just my head. I, I don't know how you see a sacrifice, but that's how I see a sacrifice. Okay. That is how the Lord revealed it to me. However way he revealed it to you is how he revealed it to you. Share it with me so that I can have the revelation as well. But I'm just going to tell you how I see it in my head. Okay, baby. So, I see that Abraham, like, it's either he put Isaac on the altar, sacrifice, wood thing, or Isaac laid on it. But at some point, Isaac had to ask himself, Am I the sacrifice? Like, will you be obedient to lay yourself down on the altar and sacrifice? Sacrifice for others. Sacrifice for God. Because it's it's hard sometimes to see the goodness of God especially when you're doing the things of God and it's hurting you and it's causing you pain and it's it's difficult and you don't want to do it it's difficult to be obedient when you don't want to be obedient and I know that's probably like one two one two three 
ABC. But no, it's really difficult to be obedient when you don't want to be obedient. But that, I think, is the moment when your obedience matters the most. Because in being obedient when you don't want to do it really shows, really shows your willingness, really shows how obedient you truly are. Because a lot of us, God will tell us to do something and we say, yes, Lord, I'm here. And then, and then when it gets, when the going gets tough, you get out. And that's not obedience. Because half obedience, partial obedience, somewhat obedience, that's not obedience. That's disobedience. You can't halfway obey God. It's either you did it or you didn't. At least, that's what I feel like for me. But yeah, I don't know why I went on that tangent. But that that's just, that's some good stuff right there. Because I know for me, there are things that I, I don't want to do. But I got to do it. And I can't, I can't hold up heaven for other people. By being disobedient. I don't know if that made sense. But I, I can't. I got work to do. Matter of fact. It's not even I got work to do. It's God has work to do through me. That's what it is. God has work to do through me. And I have to be obedient. And willing. To do it. Even when it's hard, even when I don't understand, even when I can't see him in it, I still have to trust and obey. That's a song, trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Jesus. It's to trust and obey. Because my pastor says obedience is greater than sacrifice. And that's true because obedience, I feel like, shows shows a different level of love. Sacrifice also shows love. It does, obviously, Jesus sacrificed his life. God sacrifices one and only son. But obeying, Jesus obeying that that's good Jesus obeying that and willingly going on the cross even when he was like my God my God why have you forsaken me he still obeyed even when he was on the cross listen if I was Jesus and I was on the cross He probably would have had just needed to send another Messiah if it were me because I would have sent the angels. Like, I angels, <laughs> I can't. Uh-uh. No, they spitting on me. <laughs> they lying on me. Nah, listen. I really think, like, God was smart in sending himself because if he had sent one of us, he wouldn't have obeyed fully. He had to send himself in human form 
to do what you know that thing like okay so <clears throat> i'm the type of person if i ask somebody to do something for me and they don't do it like the way i want them to do it or the way i would do it i'm just like just never mind i'll do it myself and that's that's what god that's what god ended up doing like he was like never mind i'll just do it myself because at the end of the day i want it done in a certain way and the only way it's going to get done that way is for me to do it myself so he got up off of his throne and he said let me send myself Mm. jesus that's good. That's real good. We all have a cross to bear, to hold, to carry. We all have a cross to carry. And it's just like, it's not always going to feel good. And you're not always going to see the goodness of God in it. And I don't think we're meant to. I really don't. I don't think we're meant to see the goodness in the bad things sometimes. And you know why I think that that is? I think because what that does is it builds a level of endurance in your faith. If I can't see the end of this, then I have to rely on God. And that then builds my faith and my trust in him. Because if I can't see in this that it's going to work out for my good, then the only thing that I as a Christian have to hold on to in my storms is the fact that God is God is there. God is, God is still in it. That it's my faith. It's my trust in who he is is and I think a lot of the times we're relying on what he does and what he gives us until he puts us in a situation where we have to see him for who he is listen I never would have known God to be a comforter if I hadn't gone through my season of darkness I never would have known God to be to be caring and loving at the level that I do if I hadn't gone through a season where I really felt like I didn't have nobody and he'll do that sometimes he'll put you in in situations and he'll put you in seasons so that you see him as the thing that you need. Like he'll put you in seasons where your health is is um is suffering so that you see him as a healer. He'll put you in situations where you're stressed and anxious so that you see him as your prince of peace and God can't reveal himself to us well let me not say that let me say it this way God does a marvelous job of revealing himself to us in our struggles and in our hard times but the thing is you have to pay attention you have to like 
look past the pain and look past the brokenness and look past the hurt and look past the pressure to see him because you you will see him and the reason why you will see him is because he's there like he'll never leave you he'll never forsake you like in the good times in the bad times he is there that's why the bible says i will bless the lord at all times and his praises shall continuously be in my mouth continuously praising him through the storm continuously praising him while you're trying to why you wait praise him in the hallway i heard that one time praise him in the hallway why you why are you waiting for him to open the door praise him in the hallway like in all things praise him because even if he doesn't do anything else like if god does nothing else for you the fact that you're alive and in your right mind the fact that you're you have the job that you have and even if you don't have a job the fact that he's still provided for you in ways that you really didn't even know he could like god has already been he's already been good he just doing extra at this point and he don't even gotta do the extra but you know what that's love and you know what else that is consistency consistency matters and god will be consistent and faithful with us even when we're not consistent and faithful to him and i know for me my lack of faithfulness and consistency tends to come in those difficult moments it really does because it's easy to see God when you happy like it's easy to see God when you have you know everything that you've been been praying for it's easy to see God in the tough in the easy times but your faith is really tested when he does bring those storms because in the good times like you're thankful and grateful and content because he's given you those things. But can you still be grateful and thankful and content when he doesn't? Can you? Can you? And y'all know I be talking to myself when I be talking to y'all. But it's it's just... I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. And I feel like our human reaction is to focus on the bad things. Like, that's, I really feel like our human reaction. Because even when you look at it, like, if someone gives you, like, 10,000 compliments. Like, let's say you do something and someone's, like, people give you 10,000 compliments. You hear that one negative comment and you're dwelling on that one negative comment. And that's something that we do in our lives. We just dwell on the bad things. And I think that's also why the Bible tells us to give thanks. Because when you give thanks, 
The giving thanks makes you remember that you have something to be thankful for. The giving thanks makes you remember that, oh, God did this. I'm going to give thanks for this food on the table. I'm going to give thanks for this job. I'm going to give thanks for this car. I'm going to give thanks for these people in my life. I'm going to just give thanks because giving thanks, man, that'll shift your perspective. Okay, somebody? That'll definitely shift your perspective and see. I think what it does is it helps you to see how God has been faithful to you before. And once you get to that point where you realize, oh, he did this, 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 when I was in this, 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 and now I'm in this, 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 and I know he going to do this, 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 and this because he consistent. We serve a consistent God. He is the same. This is for those of you who needed a verse to prove it. He is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. We serve a consistent God. So, yes, things will be difficult. Yes, things will be hard, but... If you remain consistent and trust God and have faith in who he is, because who he is, is what he does. That's also something else that my pastor said. Who he is, is what he does. And what he does, is who he is. He preached a sermon on that. That was that was a word from heaven. Okay, somebody. I don't really remember all of it to uh, reiterate it, but I remember who he is, is what he does. And what he does is who he is. So if you need healing, he's a healer. If you need deliverance, he's a deliverer. If you need provision, he's a provider. If you need a way made, he's a way maker. If you need a miracle, he's a miracle worker. If you need saving, he's a savior. If you need grace, he is gracious. If you need love, he is loving. If you need forgiveness, he is a forgiver. He is what he does and he does what he is i messed it up oh lord anyway just know that in all things god is with you in all things god is with you there is nothing too dark there is nothing too deep there is nothing too hard there is nothing impossible for the great and mighty God that we serve. I want to pray for you. God, thank you for being marvelous. Thank you for being mighty. Thank you for being powerful. Thank you for being perfect in all of your ways your good ways and your bad ways the things that hurt us thank you for being who you are for loving us for being patient 
and kind, merciful, and gracious to us. And Lord God, I ask right now that you are encouraging your people. That those of them who are in a storm, those of them who are in a wilderness, those of them who have a mountain in front of them and they're asking where you are, they're asking you to reveal your goodness. I ask that you show them that you are loving, that you are kind, that you are merciful, and that you are a deliverer. I pray, Heavenly Father, that as they're waiting for you to make a way, as they're waiting for you to deliver them, as they're waiting for you to heal them, whatever it is that they stand in need of, I ask, Lord God, that you posture their heart back to you, that you fixate their eyes back to you, that they, Heavenly Father, surrender and submit to what you want to do and to how you want to do it. And though they may not understand why, though they may not understand the how, fortify their faith, Lord God, to trust that in everything you are still God, in everything you are still sovereign, in everything you are still Lord, and in everything you are in control, and you hold them in your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.